0: 500 years ago he washed ashore the sole survivor of a shipwreck and upon the skull of the man who killed his dad he said I'm mad I must eradicate piracy injustice and cruelty and all my sons will follow me so
1: evildoers will believe that this man cannot die. G'day this is x ban the Phantom Podcast. I am Jermaine and I am with Dan our website is chroniclechamber.com and you can subscribe to our podcast via YouTube or through your favourite podcast apps. Press the thumbs up button, click the bell, you know the drill. Today we are getting to know Alex Tripp. Alex has drawn seven covers for fruit. Stephen, we know you had the privilege of meeting him at the convention. Dan, did you meet him at the dinner last year?
2: I, I think I only had a brief chat, and, and hello, uh, everybody, I, I think I only had a brief chat with Alex uh, at the yes, leave for last year, um, from, I, I was with my son at different times, and Alex, from my recollection, is my demand, so uh, it would be good That's to sit longer chat with, with you today.
0: Yeah, likewise, man.
1: Alex, welcome, uh, thank you for joining us on the podcast, how are
0: you? Not too bad, gents, yourselves?
1: Yeah, yeah good, good, good. Now we've got a few questions for you, but however, first of all, um, there's something I wanna I wanna find out and uh, try and rectify before we go too much further. Now everyone calls you Alex Tripp. You sign your comics, Alex Tripp. But Trip isn't your real last name, is it?
0: No, it's um Tripchevsky. Trip I wonder if you guys Tripchevsky. You gotta have the rip on it. Tripp hence why people call me trip because it's hard to pronounce (laughs) so they they just they just say trip sebski so trips Trips trip all right so dan (laughs) i think what we need
1: to do for this um uh for the preservation library is actually do a proper pronunciation of all of the creators because um This will be one I know um, I've got an Italian uh, friend, Dan, who always has a go at me whenever I uh, mispronounce uh, Lignanti's name. So um, he always says, use your fingers when you do it. Uh, So I think that's uh, going to have to be a project we're going to have to work on. So thank you, Alex, for letting us know about that. So, Alex, from what I understand, you have drawn the following covers. uh, 1866, 1889. 1894 1907 1926 1941 and 1943 at the time of recording this is the most recent one that's come out now if you are on youtube we will splash these covers up and anything else as we talk up so um, if there's anything that's worth that you might want to go oh that would be interesting to listen to make sure you um go on uh youtube So to start off with, Alex, I was wondering if you can please tell us a bit about yourself, your age, where did you grow up, and then we can kind of go from there.
0: Um, Before I start, so I'm currently 32, turning 33 this year. I had a knack for drawing when I was a little kid, but I think I stopped year 12, so I might have been like 17, 18. At the time, society um, around me wasn't really a fan of art. Parents weren't really supportive when it came to that stuff. And my partner at the time wasn't really supportive. And I kind of let society push me away from the whole art scene. I think uh, it was probably 10 or 11 years before I picked up a pencil again. Yeah, wow. Oh, well. Wow. So what, did, uh, what did you do in
2: the meantime, Alex? Uh,
0: in the meantime, I was a graphic designer and a printer. So as soon as I left high school, I became a graphic designer, went to college for it, and then with graphic design, sometimes you get into printing because you kind of work in unison with a printer. Um, and that was my life till 2015 and 16 when I had my back injury. Okay,
1: so um there's a lot to unpack there, so when you did your back injury, what did that make you pick up the pencil again,
0: so to speak yeah so so when I when I was going through rehab, so it was a pretty bad back injury I've got um chronic nerve damage and pain. I live with pain all the time, which makes it a little bit hard for me to draw um,
2: can I ask what how, how you sustained the injury Alex
0: yeah, sure, so with um printing, you're gonna to have to lift um, reams of paper. Sometimes you need to do maintenance on machines. And then with that repetitive action, I was picking up boxes to go and take to the post office. And then I heard this massive, like thump in my middle back. That was my disc um, breaking. Oh, wow. Breaking. Uh, but it, on the positive side, right? I wouldn't be drawing right now if that didn't happen. Yeah. I'd still be doing my nine-to-five job. Yeah. Um, so while I was going through rehab, I said, you know what? Why am I going to let society conform me to whatever I want to do? Life's too short. Yeah. So I might as well do what I want to do right now. Um, with a, When you have a morality scale like that, that's what usually happens. That's what specialists tell me. So then I started it. And seven years later, I'm here now
1: yeah wow' well, <laughs> 2016 so yeah seven going on to eight Wow, that's um uh that's yeah it's, it's very inspiring to to kind of hear straight off the bat um appreciate that so yeah. you know you're fairly you're fairly young um did you yeah. know about the phantom when you were growing up or like what's your relationship with the phantom
0: uh, if you're Australian you have to know who the phantom is right it's like yeah. an Australian icon um, my my old man used to take me to the um, News agents That's where I picked up my first comic book I guess Because it was sitting there right next to all the Marvel stuff that, um, And then me and my old man um, You know Built our relationship around the Phantom uh, You yep. can say yeah. um, wow. And I'd go in there every week or two weeks to grab Grab an issue um, there, I remember him a little bit, but it's hard to retain stories after that long, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Um. But they're, they're around somewhere in storage.
1: Yeah. And look, if you're on YouTube, you'll be able to see uh, behind you, you can see uh, that you've got, you know, trade paperbacks of Marvel. I can see, is it a… Yeah, yeah. Um, That's my
0: reference um, section. Yeah. Pull out stuff for reference.
1: Yeah, so obviously, um, for the lack of a better term, you are a, a nerd like the rest of
0: us. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pretty big one, yeah. <laughs> so,
2: when, Alex, when you did um, pick the pencil back up, were you straight into drawing the Phantom as you, as one of your go to characters, or um, for, for people who don't know anything about your um, your career and your and your um, back catalogue of um, work, you know, where, uh, where's what's your Williams?
0: Uh, so when I picked it back up, I started from scratch. I used when I was when I was younger, I, I used to copy a lot of stuff, right? And it wasn't really my own, my own stuff. It wasn't yep. my own poses or anything like that. So I would go to cons. That's where I met Daniel Picciotto as well. Yep. And I would ask these guys, you know, where do I start as a as a person that wants to get into art and comics? And they gave me books like. Uh, Bert Hogarth, um, Andrew Loomis, George Bridgman, and I did those for quite a while. I even did tutorials from David Finch. So, I would say just the human body in general before before I started putting costumes on the human figure. Um, yeah, maybe Spider Man. You know, just things things that came came natural to me. I did draw the Phantom a little bit here and there, but it was more the human figure in general, you know. Hmm.
1: So, um, how did you get the how did you get the gig at free? Like, how did you get uh, to do draw your first cover, which was in eighteen sixty six?
0: Right. So, I did my first convention in two thousand and I would like to say maybe two thousand, just before the. Um, pandemic I did one um, And then I, my friends were like You got you got to do these cons You're good enough to do these cons um, You should try Getting work somewhere as well um, So when I I went I was like you know what Some of these other boys are doing phantom covers Let me just suss it out So I looked in They had their address and stuff And I was like oh what These guys are like 20 minutes down the road from me. Ah, Um, Oh, right. Yeah. Um, And then I said to myself, you know what? They got an email there as well. Let me just email them a character sheet that I've already done. Um, They liked it somewhat to give me a job, which was part two of... Yes. I remember uh, It was
1: part two of the fight against uh, Singh in the Shadow of the Enemy. Um, Again, if you're on YouTube, you'll be able to see this. Uh, It's got a picture of uh, uh, Kit and Heloise on on each side like a mirror with uh, Kit and Heloise on horses with the skull thrown in the background, a bad guy at the top, um, and then some other people kind of scattered around it. So, um, yeah, that was the first... um, First drawing that, well uh, first that we've ever seen. So, yep. so at your convention, obviously you were. Um, uh, did you see what other people doing doing fandom stuff like what uh,
0: Picky, Picky uh, Jamie Johnson, Grange? I mean, yeah. And... yeah, I saw that stuff, and um, I was like, you know what, I might as well just try. I, my friends are think my friends are saying I'm good enough to get a job, so might as well try.
2: I mean, that's um, pretty. It's the idea of um, picking up the pencil again for the first time after you know a decade off, and within four or five years, you you going you you're appearing at conventions and um, you know backing yourself in to to apply for brew covers and that sort of thing. It's a it's a pretty impressive progression there, um, Alex. It's to to jump to that level so quickly.
0: No, I appreciate that. It's um, a lot of sacrifice, a lot of hard work. And like I said, when you get something that happens to to you like that, it kind of motivates you more, because yep. you know you haven't got much time left. Yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah. Sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. No. Definitely. I've um, been listening to a lot of uh, podcasts from uh, people about from the Second World War, and they say a lot of similar type of things. Um, you know, when they when they see that they, you know, that not everyone is going to. Live to 80, 90, and sometimes when things like that happen, it kind of speeds up. You kind of grow up a little bit. Um, now, so yep. do, you, do you still work at the printer shop or are you an artist full-time?
0: Uh, I'm a full-time freelance artist now. So, yeah. I don't, so how I don't, long I don't have you been have, doing that for? Two, ever since I got the... Job with Fru, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, Full-time
2: freelance. So, where else uh, outside fan um, comics? Where Where else might um, has your work been published?
0: Uh, commissions. Um, I have indie indie stuff here and there. Um, you know, I'm working for a card game at the moment. Um, yep. Alpha Alpha Clash. So. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of jobs out there if you um, you know, put your work out enough to get. Hmm. Yeah, um, that's, conventions that's... are pretty pretty good as well. So yeah,
2: okay. it's very cool that you can support yourself uh, and and family doing the things that
0: you love. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. It is it is good. Life life is very beautiful. Um, people got to stop being so down about it. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so um. Before we have some more,
1: more questions. How like, how would you describe your style? Um, you know, is there like a is there a style or an artist that you see a little bit of your work into it? Like, who are your heroes? Um, you know, like,
0: yeah. Um, so I have a few idols. I've done a few panels. Um, mainly Fabok, David Finch. I can list off heaps, right? Um, But your style is pretty much a culmination of all your um, failings or shorthands. The metaphor I I like to use when I go to panels is you can imagine uh, a shelf. Uh, Each artist is a book. You read that book and you put it back onto, onto your shelf. Your shelf is a mixture of all these books that you've read, which are artists that you've studied. Um, probably my five most would be Finch, Faebock, um, David, yeah, uh, Finch, Fabok, Jim Lee, Alex Ross, Lieber Mayho, um, Del Otto as well, Gabriel Del Otto. But, yeah, um, I like all – sorts of different things you know uh, it, inspiration can come from anywhere
1: uh dan any follow-up questions on the style or just, anything like that? i
2: guess just around style and uh, i was thinking alex do i ask this question uh, but i'm, I'm going because we're, we're going to review obviously uh the the comics that are coming up and and i if i'm going to say something in the review i've got to say it to your face uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and i'm absolutely not this is not a negative at all it's um but probably uh in terms of the the muscular style of fandom the very thick set chest and and all that sort of stuff um that seems to be more your go-to rather than what i personally probably prefer is the more athletic um you know running and 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 uh that's that sort of phantom. is it fair to say that you you're you've got a very muscular built fandom and then the cover of um what are we at uh, 1943 is a really good example very strong uh chested phantom and uh well fair to see heloise is fairly strong chested as well so <laughs> uh
0: sorry about that yeah it's like my my ideal phantom is yeah somewhat muscular i might have gone a little bit too far there though to be honest
2: I, look, mate, I'm absolutely, art is in the eye of the beholder, and there will be thousands of fans who absolutely love that. I I really, really like it. It's probably just not, uh, you know, yeah. there's all sorts of styles. And, and I, as I said, I'm only saying it here because I would say it on the podcast, and I don't want to be accused of one of those people <laughs> who, who's no, still afraid. But it's, I really, you have a very dynamic um, look to your figures. There's, there always seems to be motion just behind um, the picture. It's like a it's like a photo that, that's taken rather than a, um, you know, a pose or a portrait, if you like.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I don't like just doing static pinups, you know. I always like to try and push a, a narrative in there somehow. Yep. Um, you know, uh, an image that can tell a thousand words. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yep. Um, so you look at that, you immediately know what's sort of happening. Uh, the hotel's on fire. is trying to rescue someone that he's knocked out. Right? Hmm. Yep. Um, well, talking about
1: dynamic and, and action kind of happening, the one, whenever you say that, uh, the one that comes to my mind will be uh, 1889, which is the Orient Express part one, where the phantom's literally jumping through the window. Um, that's a very, you know, lots of lots of motion. You, you know, you feel like the glass, you, you, as you're reading the comic, you feel like the glass is flying and hitting you in the face. And um, yeah, that that's probably my favourite cover
0: of yours so far that, that I've seen. It's probably my favourite, to be honest, as well. Um, I just wanted to. I always want to blow people away, um, so I put in a little bit more, a little bit more effort than what's needed in my artwork, just for the for the pure fact is, if you give, you will receive later. Um, I don't want to just do something for the sake of doing it. These guys gave me my first opportunity, so it's not just that I do really good for everybody, but um, I went a little bit extra. Um, so if you even look at the back, no one. Is really going to even see that book, right? The back, um, the That, that like train, that that tra- that train was insanely. Yeah, hard- how hard- it, it was kind hard- 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 of
1: hard- 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 like, hard- like hard- snaking around. It was, yeah, um,
0: yeah it was. That, that exact train is the same train on which one is it? The o- Orient Express when you go to um, Turkey.
2: Yeah. Oh, um, you you use that as your reference.
0: Yeah, it's the exact train from that time and the bridge as well. So yeah. I like to I like to do those sorts of things. You know, that's one thing.
1: When I was talking to uh, fruit about about you, your work, and that we were going to get you on the podcast and stuff like that, that one of the things that they did say is that your research, your attention to detail, is second to none. Um, that you're very. Um, you're very you know good in the little small details um and for instance they told me a story i think this was glenn that told me um with the the print folio design that you did in 2022 yep it was the pirate ship again if you're on youtube you'll see this uh it's from the last part uh folio there was a pirate ship um the phantom and i believe there was also flame as well now they said to me that they that I think as it was is that you were actually teaching Glenn about the spiral model that you researched, researched this and and uh, you you went into great detail about that. Could you tell us a little bit about a spiral model? Or...
0: Yeah, sure. So it um, with my background knowledge of uh, graphic design, you learn um, things like composition. So um all all these things that i did prior to becoming an artist kind of came in handy um shape language um composition so in my pieces i like to use a combination of three different compositions one is the golden spiral which is the one that you're talking about i believe uh, golden spiral yep. yeah yeah all I tried Google.
1: Yeah, that's the one. I tried googling it, and I'm going spiral model, and I found so many. And <laughs> it's just like I knew there was a spiral somewhere because, yeah, like, yeah. Glenn spent like ten minutes going over it with me, um, yep. and we were, you know, following it with the circle and stuff like that. So I knew that it yeah, had yeah. something to do with a spiral.
0: Um, do you guys mind if I look at the screen for a second so I can show you? Yeah, yeah, go for it. yeah. We'll see um, if this works. Um, can you guys see that?
1: Yep. Yeah. So I'll just you. So,
0: this is the golden spiral here, the green one. So it goes around and it lands right there. So your points of interest, like that guy's head, the sword, all should flow around this way, the head, the arm, and it goes to flame. And then there's a second golden spiral. You can put um, two in there if you really want. It goes around the sword. Yep. Up where Flame is and then back to the Phantom. So these guys are the two points of interest for, for this illustration. The other thing I've got is the golden triangle, which is that yellow one. So that happens with the Phantom's leg and arm and leg. So it leads to the golden spiral as well. Um, and then you have the rule of thirds, of course, that everybody uses, which is the blue one. Sorry if this is confusing, but... Um, no, this is fascinating. That, that rule of third should land on flame. Um, that rule of third lands on the arm, you know, um, his head lands on that. So it's just like uh, a form of geometry where points of interest land on all different types of landmarks. I even made the perspective... Let's see if this pops up. The perspective... Is from down here. So, your, your, let's say your eye is the camera, the camera is on the floor of the ship. Yeah. Right. The the camera is placed on the floor. So, your eyes are uh, down here. I even put the perspective lines that way. So, they also fold into the golden triangle. Yeah. You see that? Yeah. Yeah. So, it just helps the eye lead into a lot of things, you know? Um, but, yeah, to, I hope that long-winded answer is not too confusing. But, yeah, that's the golden spiral, rule of thirds, and golden triangle.
2: Um, no, that's really cool. And that's um, reason enough for people to be following us, uh, go and watch this part of the clip on YouTube for sure. Um, that That's fascinating. Thank you for that insight, Alex. Do you, uh, you, You've obviously just shown us that on a screen. Do you work mostly on screens or, or uh, do you do traditional pencils, Um, And then has that been scanned in or or how how have you produced that?
0: Um, So I usually do the rough uh, digitally um, like a lot of the other artists around. Um, And then I would get a light. I'd I'd print out the rough onto uh, A3 piece of paper. Then I would use a light box to trace the rough onto a um, board, Bristol board, something like this. And then I'll finish stuff up on – that's a drawing that I'm doing of Phantom right now. But, yeah, I, I work a little bit of both, to be honest. Um, digital makes things a lot quicker. Um, yeah. But it's always it's always good to be disciplined enough to do things traditionally, you know. Yeah. And, and, and little, yeah.
2: you, you talked about commissions there before. Traditional art is obviously an extra money stream as well in, in terms of you yeah. can sell the originals.
0: Yeah. Um, so, like, that planning without doing it digitally might be twice as long or three times as long um, because, yeah, you're going to have to kind of measure everything. You can do it by eye, but...
2: Yeah. No, that's that's really cool. So, so for instance, that um, Orient Express um, cover that you did, did you have that as a... Um, uh, uh traditional pencil drawing as yeah. well or was that all digital yeah
0: um the, the, it was it was a traditional um then when i bring it back into digital i would move things around um but slightly just yeah. so that yeah. i can i'm very pedantic with that sort of stuff phantom i wanted phantom moved over like 3 or 4 mils cuz well, there was a bit of clipping
1: if you're having that many um, spirals and golden triangles and stuff, you you would have to be pedantic. So I think I, yeah. think I think everyone who's listened to this so far is 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 of the of the understanding of how pedantic you are. But that, look, that was that was fascinating. That I, you know, um, it was yeah, it was
0: it was amazing. It kind of makes sense, but right? Yeah, oh, That's it sweet. does. Especially when you've got
1: those different colours on the on the thing, and you're and you're following it, and uh, you know, and, and stuff like that. And who knew, uh, geometry was uh, was was a useful skill for um, for graphic design and, and for cover artists. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, yeah.
1: Did I hear you no, say? You. I, sorry,
2: did I hear you say before the Fibonacci sequence as well?
0: That's what it is. That the golden spiral is the Fibonacci sequence. Right. Okay. Yeah. And you can find that in all parts of nature, right? I'm going to blow your minds right now. So but even your finger, have a look at your finger. Um, so the golden spiral or the Fibonacci sequence is one plus one equals two and one plus two equals three, and it goes up in increments. That is like one-third of that, right? And then that finger is one-third of this, and then that is, can go into that as well. So th- your arm and your body is a golden spiral as well. Um, the leaves on uh, flowers also have sequences that go in the Fibonacci sequence, um, branches, heaps of different things. So the world around us is made up of just about the golden spiral or the Fibonacci sequence. Um, yeah, if you guys really want to look into that, you, you possibly can just type in uh, Fibonacci sequence in nature and your minds will be blown, you know, like even the head to the torso to the legs.
1: I just yeah, hope that um, everyone who's listening to this while they're driving is still got their hands on the steering wheel. Uh, <laughs> they've not got their fingers in front of them. Yeah, no, look that, that it's um yeah, look, very, very uh educational and um and that's how fruit has described yourself to me is that you you know you you have you're always, you know, you're always there, you're always um Uh, You're very eager, you always push yourself in what you do, um, and and stuff like that. So, you've made an impression to them. So,
0: I really appreciate it. But, like, how how are you possibly going to grow? I want to make a difference in in this world somehow, you know, and help the people that help me, you know. Um, but yeah, Uh, it's um, yeah,
1: look, it's very encouraging to see uh, someone younger than us with a lot of excitement and all that as well. So, um, yeah, thank you now while we're talking about legacy and and everything like that I was going to ask you this later but it's a good segue um everyone what like you said a lot of people want to see themselves leave a mark in society you've got the opportunity to be doing that with the phantom as a cover artist um like where like what do you do you have like a, a goal, do you have like a legacy in mind with the Phantom that you would like to, or, you know, an imprint you would like to leave on the Phantom? Um,
0: I don't know how much I'm allowed to talk about this, but yeah, uh, I, would like, I would like to do a really, really good story for the yep. Phantom. I have some stuff planned, um, but something that can give a resurgence to the younger crowd you know um modernize phantom to an extent but don't go too far like give him crazy outfits and all this sort of stuff but like um people have gotten older now uh younger people from tribes have pro- probably gone to universities you know why can't they help out the phantom the phantom should be able to be a bit more savvy with a few things um something that can draw people in something that could make the stories more interesting um I, I have something pretty big planned. I don't know how well it's going to work, but um, yeah, we should be able to see uh, the Phantom has a treasure room with God knows how many valuable things in there. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to give too too much away. But okay, so I, you're I doing it. Like inter-
1: you're doing an in, an internal uh, an actual story and, and yeah, not just yeah, covers. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, Planning cool. to do one.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, i yeah, Glenn. So, Glenn's told us that you're doing a story, so I guess we, oh, you know, that's, okay. we, we, he didn't say the act, actual details and, and, and the plot or anything, so he won't mention yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. but Did he say
2: um, we were allowed to tell everybody else? <laughs> uh,
1: well, I told him I was doing the podcast, is there anything you, you know, you want me to ask or something? And he goes, oh, yeah, he's doing a story for us. And so, pff,
0: you know, if you didn't yes, want so, me to say um, that, he
1: shouldn't have said it.
0: <laughs> um, I'm writing and illustrating it, so. Okay, oh. yeah. So have you ever written a story before or is
1: this your first time? I've,
0: I, I've written my own um, in intellectual property that I had I'd given them a couple of issues of, um, and they were pretty ecstatic about it. Um,
2: yeah, have you, is that self-published stuff, Alex? Is, is that something you've released at cons or?
0: No. So I'm like with my Fibonacci sequence and stuff, I'm very pedantic right? I want everything to be done right. So there's two types of writers. There's a, there's a discovery writer who, um, just writes and you discover as you go. And then there's an outliner, which is what I am. I like to have a middle, a uh, start, middle and end, and I want all the threads to connect properly. Hence why I draw that way as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so for my IP, I have, I've been writing it for quite a while now, I think like six years. Um, I'm just editing the first five comics, but it's going to be a massive run. Um, I showed them that. They obviously knew that I could write. Um, and then I also did Neil Gaiman's masterclass on masterclass.com. I did uh, Alan Moore's BBC masterclass on writing. Um, I'm very, very hungry to do these things and leave a mark. So, everything's out there on the internet for you to get all the information's there. It's just, if you want to take the time to do it, um, it is boring to a degree, but it will help me out later. You know? Yep. Um, so is this yeah, a, um, is
1: this a once off phantom story or is this kind of like a, like a little mini saga arc that you're planning?
0: A saga arc probably. Yeah.
1: Okay. Cool.
0: Yeah. Just that's it. I can't say any more than can't that. Can't say any more. No, that's all right. We don't <laughs> want
2: you I, to get into trouble. Practicality, practical question then. Um, like, what sort of time frame are we talking in terms of when we might see, you know, <laughs> see the story in print? Uh,
0: I'm not 100% sure. Hopefully in the next year or so, I guess. Cool. Yeah. Not 100% sure, though.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. I can only imagine the, the scale of trying to do something like that. Yeah, that would take me yeah. take 10 years, Alex.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it takes a while. Trust me, it takes a while. Um, and especially because I've got prior commitments, I'm going to have to let some of that go to do this. Um, but later on in the future, it's going to help me a lot more. So, um, And I really want to do a story and write something. So, hmm. yeah.
1: Yeah, and look, it's great that you're doing it for the Phantom um, as well. Uh, obviously, we're going to say that because
0: we are a Phantom podcast. <laughs> I always um, hope the, the rest of the fans dig it.
1: Well, so uh, if they don't, Dan will tell you anyway, like he told me before. <laughs> yeah, about, um, so. well,
0: I'm getting help from a lot of different people anyway, um, so it, it should be okay. Jermaine, you might be even able to um, lend a hand with law and stuff like that as well. And yeah yourself
1: as well. well i i know you've been given the phantom bible um i think it was uh, dudley that uh yeah. that, that passed that on to you as well so yeah obviously yeah. we're here to help in any way possible um so obviously you just said before that you are full-time with what you do with what you're drawing and all that um so what what how much you know how many hours do you spend roughly a day in front of a computer drawing or you know or a lot
0: <laughs> <laughs> my My mind doesn't switch off. I have um issues sleeping because I'm like, "Oh, this would be really cool to write, and then I get my notepad out um, I'm always searching the internet for different things, esoteric reasonings, reasonings mine. Names, actions, um, researching how movies are done. Um, so if I'm not drawing, I'm researching and studying. And if I'm not studying, I'm writing, you know, it's yeah. just a full circle. So um, but I'm very, very hungry, you know?
1: Yeah. So if you've got all this time, I'm assuming you don't have kids.
0: No, yeah. but I do, have a, I do have a family that I have to look after though. Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. My um, my dad and my mum aren't, aren't aren't that well off, and my brother has um, a disability as well, so makes things tough. But at the same time, I'm at home with them, so
1: yeah, no, that's uh, that's very inspiring, and um, uh, and, and at such a, a young age, at 32, looking after people and stuff like that, that's um, uh, that's very noble of use. Um, I so appreciate it. it. Um, so I know are coming to Supernova in Sydney this year. I'm assuming you'll be in Sydney
0: as well. Yep, definitely. It's my hometown.
1: Yep. Um, so do you have anything Phantom related for Supernova that you maybe can share with us?
0: Uh, how, how so? Like, um, am I making any new artwork for it, or um, I, I don't know? You tell us what you can say. <laughs>
1: well,
2: for instance, sometimes Fru at their Supernova booth have got have had artists uh, sitting and working there. Are you are you be, you're planning on being with the Fru booth, or are you got your own booth in Artist Alley?
0: So I'm a I'm a guest at the at the event, um, but I am pretty sure I can have someone man that booth, um, and then I can meet all the fans and be with through and do signings. Um, They may or may not print something special for everybody that I can sign. Um, I will have some commissions as well or like some traditional stuff that I I can sell Um, and obviously my uh, comics that I can sell as well.
1: Yeah, and so I'm assuming you have lots of comics for signing remarks. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Um,
1: yeah. Uh, and then now you've you've um, we you and I we've we've been talking on and off. That we first met last at last year's Sydney Supernova, and you had these prints. You had a Dragon Ball print. A was it a Joker print or was no Wolverine and
0: yeah, it was a Joker and a Batman as well. Yep.
1: Yeah, yeah, I... Um You know what I'm talking about. And the best way to describe it is that they were shiny, and then you had silver metal in. Let me see if, the poster. Let me see if
0: I can grab one quickly.
1: Okay. <laughs> yep. Um, so I'll, I'll keep going for those who are listening. So these posters you know they were a certain size and so for instance wolverine you had the claws coming out and the actual claws had like a metal shine to it so it actually looked like metal uh dragon ball had one joker had one i think he was holding a knife or something like that uh batman i think was the little bat little um uh throwing star thing so we've got some more show and tell for those so this is the i will pin you that's the wolverine one
0: so you can see in the light, the claws are shiny.
1: Yeah.
0: It's pretty yeah. cool.
2: Yeah, it looks amazing. Is that printed on a foil, Alex? Or how?
0: Yes, um, foil, the process is called sleeking. So you can see the crowbar and the blood is also shiny.
2: Yeah,
0: Well. Wow. Um, yeah, so it, it is foil, but the process is called sleeking in printing. So yet again, another past... Thing um, of mine that came in handy Now Can we get a
1: Phantom Shiny poster
0: It could It could be happening
1: Could be happening Yeah uh, I remember
0: there was a few people
1: A few fans, we all saw your work And stuff like that, we all said there needs to be a Phantom one And I know We all told Glenn so, uh, And we've told you that there needs to be a Phantom one As well, so hopefully they listen um, because a phantom one with the skull thrown, the belt buckle, maybe even the eyes, or I don't know. Like Dan, can you picture that?
2: Oh, absolutely. That's the um, it, it's it's a fantastic uh, effect that you've got going on there. And there's certainly lots of uh, phantom elements that uh, that could pop out, out of a, a picture. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: It's the, it was the gun, really the guns. The guns in the ring would be yeah. pretty cool.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Anything metallic, the mm. the metal. Yeah, so,
1: absolutely. So I so I so I was there both the Saturday Sunday and you know, sometimes you're just eavesdropping on what people are saying. And there was several people that were going, No, dude, you're gonna go over and come over, look at this, have a look at this. And there was it was like a it, Alex was like a rock star, just these prints were just flying off the shelf. Um, uh, was <laughs> one of the busiest and everyone was talking about these shiny metallic prints. So um yeah. You can't
2: oh. see Alex shaking his head Trying to avoid uh, Oh rage. no,
1: to be honest Alex is enjoying attention. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, so, some of the other um, Booths would come up to me and be like You've taken the gimmick all the way to 100 Mate, you should be happy and I'm just like yeah. "Oh." <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah What can I say?
1: Well, look, 20 years ago it was glow in the dark posters Um you know, it was glowing dark elements and, you know, yeah, and then yeah. they put it on to comic books and they had shiny little cards and stuff. And then now you've got it on posters and, you know, there's a lot of people selling posters out there and prints and, and stuff like that. You got to, um, yeah, you, you got to stand out um, in more yeah. ways than one. So uh, yeah, no, look, hopefully, hopefully we see a phantom shiny poster.
0: Fingers crossed, right? <laughs> that's it. That's
1: it. <laughs> um, so, do you have any other events that you're scheduled to attend around Australia in 2023 that you can maybe let us know so yeah. the fans can maybe pencil it in their diary?
0: Yeah, it's a good question. I think I am going to Supernova in June. Is it June? June 24th, uh, 25th, June 17th and 18th, Sydney. So that's and Perth. So, Yep. So Sydney and Perth. I'm also going to the the Oz Comic Con events as well. So um, what, around in June.
1: Oh, in June.
0: Yeah. Those are the next ones I'm pretty sure I'm going to. Oh,
1: right, yeah, sorry, so I should it.
0: have had these things next to me, but so you got a busy June. Yeah, busy June, yeah, definitely. Um and I think all my stuff's on my notes on my phone. So sorry about that, guys. But yeah, the next the next ups in June, yeah, I think.
1: Uh, so you got Melbourne in June tenth and eleventh. So you got Melbourne, then Sydney and Perth for three weekends in a row.
0: Yeah. So is that are they all Supernova?
1: Uh Melbourne Oz Comic Con is June tenth and eleventh.
0: So Ad- Adelaide, June third and fourth, and Melbourne oh, okay. June tenth and eleventh, and then you've got the two Supernova ones. Those so,
2: four
0: capital cities in four weekends. Yeah, um,
2: what's that? Yeah,
0: I did. I did three last month as well, um, which were pretty cool. It's it's always exciting to meet fans and stuff. You know, uh, there's there was quite a few people that would go to Kings uh, and buy an issue of mine. They don't even collect the Phantom. They just wanted the artwork sign, and they look on the on the on the guests, and they're like, "Oh, these guys here." I'll just buy one and bring it over for him to sign. We, that's the whole goal of this is just to get to new, new readers um, and some new fans back on board. You know,
1: yeah, that's yeah. And, and that's what the good thing about having through at, at having a booth as well is is so uh, you know hopefully there will be. I think last year there was half a dozen. The, a couple of years before um, uh, the pandemic, there was probably up to twelve different phantom related guests around the place and so you know there was plenty of phantom comics that you can buy and prints and uh, and stuff i remember like that, that. So, yeah so hopefully that happens as well so um along with uh all those all those dates we'll have those dates up in this uh the podcast show notes as well you are also the guest for the 34th uh LFMBEC dinner um how does that feel
0: uh, humbling n- nerve-wracking you know uh, it, it, it's good um, but yeah I, I haven't really done many speeches in public but I should be alright da- it's hard to follow up from Daniel's so it's yeah
1: so last year that was your first one correct the 33rd yep. and uh, Daniel yep. Picciodio was the uh, was the guest yeah um, yeah so yeah, it should it should be good. It should be exciting to see um, to see you again, and, um, and looking no, forward good. to your um, uh, one, your donation uh, <laughs> or your donations, and then also um, your speech. Yeah. Which no, Those you who won't be going to the event will probably record and stick up as as a as a, um, as a podcast recording.
0: Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> no, I, I look forward to it. Uh, it'll be good.
1: So, like, last year was your first one, and uh, and and it's fast approaching. It's like, what is it? It's less than two months now, uh, like seven weeks yeah. or something like that. So, what 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 was your what, what was your your view of the dinner? Like, how like tell us a little bit about like your thoughts yeah. of it and uh, the people and, and stuff like that.
0: It's just great. It's. Up. I'm just glad to see how tight-knit the Phantom community is, you know. Um, It's awesome. The guys are – everyone's, like, super nice. I got to meet uh, other creators, which was good. Um, Overall, I had a pretty good time. No, that's Um, good. The way it was all organized and the original art is just – it made me feel good inside, you know. It's where I'm supposed to be. Um, it's just uh, I'm disappointed that I wasn't spending my life drawing and I did things like graphic design and printing, but I'm back now with all those values attached to me. So, Yeah. yeah. That, that's um, cool. And
2: look, um, Alex, in terms of uh, being intimidated about... What to talk about or whatever. Um, I've been lucky enough to go to a few of these. And I know, um, Jermaine has as well. Uh, I think the best advice either of us could give you is just to speak from the heart because the people who have stood up and, uh, and, and spoken about their journey and, um, you know, how the fandom has influenced that or whatever, uh, have certainly been very effective and everybody's, uh, uh been really special every every speech has been really special in its own way so um yeah i, I was there, there and lucky enough to hear daniel speak last year as well and he was brilliant but um i got no doubt from uh, what we've talked about today that um the, the story behind your journey as well and and where you've come to in, in the time you know that you've been on earth is, is um you know it's going to be inspirational in its own way too so don't, don't
0: uh, I, I, <laughs> I, I appreciate that yeah i got really emotional and choked up when daniel was talking last time so um me probably pulling all the stuff out of my heart oh god knows what's going to happen but yeah i might get pretty emotional but it's all it's always good Life, life's beautiful things things are turning around in a good way so um can't complain at all man absolutely oh,
1: that's
0: good um so you
1: so you've talked about accepting commissions um and then and stuff like that so what how, how can fans get or you know, um, listeners get in touch with you? Like, what's your website? What's your uh, social media uh, profiles for, one, to follow your work, but also to contact you for some commissions?
0: Um, All my stuff would be Trip Design Studio and Alex Tripshevsky. Anyway, my business card here. But uh, this is going to be back to front, isn't it?
1: No, 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 that's all right. No, we can read that.
0: But yeah, that's all my socials or if all they right, want to use a, q- a q- <laughs> q- QR code, but it's trip design studio and everything. Um, yeah. My website's trip design studio, Instagram's trip design studio. Um, but if you search my name on Google, Alex, um, it'll, everything should pop up or Alex T trip as well works.
1: Yeah, and we'll have um, all your profiles on the show notes again as a, well. Yeah, cool. There's
2: not a thousand Alex Shrubteskis out there that we're going to get you uh, oh, mixed you up.
0: Did, that was good. That was good. You did you did it actually pretty good there on well, my last name.
1: <laughs> um, and look, I've 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 got a sketch cover from you up
0: up there somewhere. Um, and that was yeah, I appreciate uh, that. Well really, observed. that that really meant a lot to me. So I appreciated yeah. that
1: um so look if there's uh fans out there that are going taking along a sketch cover um or or you know or, or something like that, will you have some blanks or sketch covers pre-done or anything like that
0: <laughs> um yeah the boys at fru will give me some um i have i have quite a few that i've purchased off them already but um we'll okay. see how we go i'll have some there
1: no worries uh dan um I've run out of things to ask. Is there any other questions or, or comments you wanted to ask?
2: Thank you for your time today, Alex. I've really enjoyed talking to you and getting to know you a little bit better and uh, hopefully the, the listeners have as well. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, I'm not going to make it to Sydney for the Supernova and the dinner this year, but I certainly look forward to hearing the recording. Um, and, uh, yeah, sorry I'm not going to see you there, but, um, yeah, thank you very much for spending in some some of your valuable time with us this afternoon. really appreciate it.
0: No, likewise, guys. I really do appreciate it. It means a lot.
1: No worries. Uh, Alex, any questions or any comments um, that you wanted to share with us?
0: Um, Just thank you to the whole community for um, uh, opening up your arms to me, I guess. Um, It really does mean a lot and um, I I will continue to work for the Phantom and try and make him the best character um, possible because I think he's so yeah awesome
1: alright well I hope you fans enjoyed that we would love to hear your thoughts, feedback and opinions on our social media platform platforms or over at the YouTube channel our website is chroniclechamber.com and you can subscribe and you can contact us at chroniclechamber at gmail.com Patreons get early access to podcasts, extra podcast videos, and early access to sneak peeks of the new Phantom video game. Now is the time to sign up and help support us. You can subscribe to us via YouTube or through your favourite podcast apps, including iTunes or Spotify. If you want to learn more about the dinner or supernova or anything like that, we have a lot of that information on our website. Um, until next time, thank you for listening, and from myself, happy phantoming.
2: Happy
0: Phantom Phantom